Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Congratulations. Uh, it is on to the break of down, like how when uh, when uh, Nicholas Cage says it in uh, what do you call it? Uh, that movie, uh, Bad Lieutenant. To the break of down, baby, dude. That made me laugh so hard when he does that. Cincy and also so fucking dope too the way he said it. So the shit in Cincy. It's all a circle that meets in the middle there. Uh, or at the top rather. Um Crystalia.com, go get your tickets. I will be in let's see, Boston. Uh November, I believe twelfth. The first uh show is sold out. The second show is added at the Wang and it's selling out. Go get your tickets in Boston. I will be there very soon. Um I will also be in Lakeland, Florida. I will also be in um, Jacksonville, Florida, and um, I've got some other shows, too, in um, Brea, California. I have announced that I will be there for New Year's Eve, uh, doing like four shows over there, five maybe. San Diego added a show. Portland, getting up there. Uh, Seattle, Washington is, uh, I don't, I'm recording this a little bit in advance. It may be sold out. At this point, but it may be a few seats left. So go to chrisley.com. Uh San Antonio, Texas. I never mentioned that one. Uh Chrisley.com. That's February 3rd, San Antonio, Texas. Sugarland, Texas. Everyone say I get a lot of hit up. Hey, when are you coming to Houston? I'm going to Sugarland. It's 20 minutes outside of Houston. Go there. I'm traveling the whole way. You travel 20 minutes. February 4th, New Orleans. Uh February 5th, Providence, Rhode Island. February 17th. New York, New York, Beacon. We added another show, February 18th, and then Chicago, Illinois, February 25th, and then I'll do the rest later. Uh, further episodes, but also chrisley.com. Oh, I think I added Austin by this time. Don't tell anybody. I added, I added Austin, um, and I believe I added some Kansas ones and some Ohio ones. Go check chrisley.com. I don't know if I did it yet, but let's just hear this. Dude, what sounds better than that, baby? Mm-mm-mm drinking but drinking nice you know it's as my son it's sparkling water aka what my son would call it spicy water so cute um oh by the way also if you've seen me on the road uh the guy who i bring to open for me sometimes a hilarious comic uh mike Linochi, will be at the brea improv november 7 17th so go check him out uh if you're in brea and then come and see me in new year's eve for brea uh but whatever you know what i mean this is episode 283, and we are firing on all syllables already. Uh, you know, dude, it is what it is, right? It's a beautiful day. The The day's beautiful. I was talking to my brother earlier, and uh, the nice coldness is coming through in, uh, in L.A., and I don't know if that's, um, you know, the nice coldness is coming through, and my brother said he couldn't wait for it, and then he said it happened, and... Couldn't wait for it. And then as soon as it happened, he woke up and he was sad about it. And ain't that just like how life goes? You wait for something and it's not as good as what you thought it would be. But uh, it's all good. It should be nice and cold, even though uh, uh, Halloween is over. I'm recording this now, like a few days after uh, Halloween, and Kristen just goes like this. You know what that means? And I say, huh? And she says, let's decorate for Christmas. And I was like, you mean the rest? Because there's already two trees up. And then she made me put a tree downstairs from upstairs. We've got three stories. No biggie. It was in the middle. She goes, could you bring it downstairs in the entryway? The first floor is really just an entryway. 
I mean, I'm, you know, I mean, I'm not trying to be big baller here. I got three stories. One of them is really only where you walk in and there's the entryway. All good. But she goes like this. Hey, hey, can you take the tree from the middle floor and bring it to the bottom? And I go like this. Why'd you decorate it from the middle, in the middle then? She's like, I'm not going to be near the garage decorating a tree. I want to be nice about it. So I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah, true. You want to be nice about it. I get it. Be nice about it. In the middle, I get it. It's nice as a fireplace to decorate the tree. And yeah, of course, it's fucking October 15th, but still, you want to be nice about it. So you're being nice about it, and you're doing it near the fire. You're listening to Christmas music. I'm not in the house because I don't want to listen to Christmas music yet. And it's not because I don't like Christmas music. You know your boy. He loves Christmas music. But you know what? He loves it closer to Christmas. And I would listen to it in May, but here's the deal. I don't want to ruin the specialness of Christmas. I want Christmas to be as special as it can possibly be. And so for me, decorate, make the music happen around November 15th and take it down. First week of January, you want to go January 8th, that's okay. That's when Christmas is special. That's almost two whole months. You get, you get two months of Christmas from November 15th. We will go, what do you want to do? This is if my wife worked in behind the camera in the studio. You want November? What do you want? Can we go lower? You want, where you want to get decorated? You want to decorate November? Okay, we'll go November. Can we go? We can go November 8th. We'll go November 8th. We'll go November 8th and we will push it till, what do you want, darling? You want it up till January 20th? We will start November 8th and all the way to January 20th. Christmas. There you go, darling. You can get it for thousands of dollars when you go to Target. Thousands of dollars when you go to little boutique shops. Two trees. Two tr- we'll give you two trees. What do we want? You want three trees? We'll give you three trees, and that'll cost you. That'll cost you two. What do you want it? You want it before Halloween? We'll do it uh, We'll do it October 11th. Christmas starts October 11th, and it ends February 29th. And if you know anything about that, that's a leap day, and it doesn't happen here four ways. So really what's happening is Christmas is never over. It doesn't start. It doesn't begin. It is always on my wife's mind. You get Christmas all the time. Um, so, so yeah. So uh, we. She goes. Guess what? She says. Guess what? And I say what? She says. Time to decorate for Christmas. So I brought the tree downstairs, and then guess what? She fucking after that wanted the tree to go not only to the mid level. She wants it on the third level. So I brought it down and now got to bring it two up. All right? Hey, is this fucking, you know, Donkey Kong? Like, just decide where you want it. And she, But she's like my mom because she'll be like, my mom would always come. She's not like my mom in this way, but in a little bit she is. But like my mom, and I love her, she's my angel. But my mom um, would be like, can you move a couch? And then I'll be like, no. She'll be like, can you move a couch with Matt? I'm like, all right, cool. We do it. And then she go, she's like this. She goes like this, literally like this. This is the move right here. I'm going to put my thing because this is what she does. No, let's put it back. Oh, I'm pissed. Oh, I'm pissed. So uh, you see, I'm pissed. Uh, and, uh, so now I got to bring the tree up trying to fucking, you know, I like to dilly dally. That's me, dude. Just dilly dallying. 
She says, bring the water cases up. I go, yeah, but I'm a dilly-dallier. She says, yeah, you know, your one thing is washing the dishes, the sink's full. And I say, yeah, but I'm a dilly-dallier. I got some dilly-dallying to do. I'm the dilly-dallying stallion. Dilly-dallying stallion. Um... Yeah, dude, I don't, I don't, uh, I like to dilly-dally, dude. Which is why I haven't made my colonoscopy appointment yet. Yes, dude! Didn't make it yet. Gotta do it. My buddy told me they put a fucking, dude, I was talking to my friend David Sullivan, and he was like, man, they put you out for 20 minutes. This is incredible. They just put you out for 20 minutes. I was like, dude, I would choose not to. And he was like, are you kidding me? I was like, hell yeah, dude. Put me in the twilight thing, you know? Sometimes they just put you in a little bit of a twilight sleep. It's not, you're not really sleeping. You're kind of up, but you're like, Kind of like looking around, and you're like, <laughs> and he was like, "Man, they put a metal rod up your." They, what what David Sullivan said was, "They put a me- metal rod up your penis," and I was like, uh, "What doctor did you go to?" You, I said, "You mean anus?" And he said, "What? Yeah, or yeah, your anus." And I was like, "Oh, we got to stop right there, dude, because I don't know if you made a mistake or if you thought." While you're under, they put a metal rod under your penis to check for fucking colon cancer. What doctor did you go to? Dr. Giggles? So, um, I'm going to do that and I'm a dilly-dallier and my fucking, you know, I called my doctor and he was like, well, you don't have to do it until 10 years before the person in your family, the person in your family first got it. So my grandma's 54, I'm 42. So he's like, you're a little on the earlier side, but why don't you, you know, you can do it if you want to. So I'm like, all right, let's do it, dude. 42 years old, getting going to get my anus checked. Um, yeah, so we're getting ready for Christmas and I'm going to get my anus checked and, you know, all is fucking just hear those sleigh bells ringling, jing, jing, jingling to metal rod of anus. And um, uh, so I'm doing that and then... Uh, and, you know, I, I, I forget because since Christmas is starting... In my household, um, you know, I got to fucking, uh, we got to do that. And, and, and Thanksgiving, I guess, is just out the window. I don't know. I guess Thanksgiving is just out the window. Uh, you know, I think we're going to maybe be in town for Thanksgiving, but I guess it's just out the window. But what we are going to do um, is uh, talk about Halloween right now because I went on Halloween with my son. Uh, and my wife and my uh, brother, Matt, Uncle Matt, for Calvin, and and uh, my dad and my mom, and we walked around this one block where they shut it down, and my son was a purple people eater, one eye, one horn, purple people eater, and, uh, and it was great because it was the first real Halloween that my son was kind of a, uh, like a kid and not just like a you know, I don't want to say a blob, but when the kids are like one, they're like, nah, they don't know anything. They just maybe make eye contact and shit. But he was like walking around. He walked up to people's doors. One time he did it completely by himself. It was just really fucking cute. And he was a purple people eater. And Kristen made the costume. And she's crafty and she's my angel, but she's crafty, dude. And she uh, she put it together. And that's just great, man. She put it together and Calvin was happy. And he was so sweaty in his outfit, but he didn't want to take it off. He wouldn't take it off. And I was a vampire. And it's just this block that uh, that they shut down, and it was fucking awesome, man. And then and then I um, and then I uh, I did uh, I w- this big alien came came up to me, 
And he was like, Chris Leah, and you know, I was getting recognized every now and then, even though I, I was dressed, I was, I was a vampire. I look more like Chris Leah than Chris Leah because I was now I was in my full form, a real vampire. I actually look like a vampire. We put the blood down coming down from my mouth, like how I did in the fucking in our in our old podcast in the fucking the Golden Hour, it's called now, that we do uh, over at uh, uh, what used to be the King and the Sting of the Wing, and uh, and dude, um, yeah, we uh, this big alien said, "Hey, what's up, Chris?" And I was like, "Oh, hey," and he says, "It's me." And I couldn't see him, and he pulled back his alien costume, and it was like a screen, and he smashed his face, and he said, it's Mario. And I was like, who? And he says, Mario Lopez. And I was like, oh, shit, what's up? You're here? And he was like, yeah, we fucking live here. And so, uh, you know, it was a star-studded event. It's a star-studded event. It was me, Mario Lopez, and then Frankenstein was there. Star-studded event. I don't know if it was a real one or not. Um, but yeah, dude, Halloween was beautiful. My dad and my mom had a great time. My mom was taking pictures of Calvin. She likes to take really close up pictures of Calvin. It's crazy. She likes to take really, really close up pictures of Calvin, like of his face. And it's so cute, but he doesn't say still. And she always gets blurry pictures and that's all good, dude. That's something that would have made me mad fucking five years ago, but it doesn't now because I'm a changed man. You know, I see her taking the pictures. I'm like, ma, just fucking zoom out a little bit. You could just cut it. You could just edit it towards closer. It wasn't a math five years ago, but now I'm a chance man. You know, it would have made me mad five years ago. And I'm looking at it, and I'm getting heated now, but also I simmer it because I'm a change man. Um, and then Calvin didn't say shit the whole Halloween. He was just walking, doing a job, like focused. And then he got in the car, wouldn't stop saying, uh, my got so much candy got so much candy it was just really cute man really fucking cute and then today after halloween one of the days after it's one of the days after halloween and he was like let's look at my candy and he pulled it up and he was like should i eat this one and i let him eat it and it was so cute dude he ate it and then he was like should i have another what should i have a next should i have another one and i was like calvin you should only eat one piece of candy but um look i let him have a smorgasbord of candy halloween night he ate a lot I'm not like one of those parents that's going to be like, okay, enough. But he had a lot. And then the next day I was like, let's just have one. And then he was like, I, what should I eat next? And he pulled out Skittles. And I'm like, you're going to fucking, first of all, you're not going to like that. Second of all, you're going to choke on it. You don't know what it is. So I pulled out this bar, this chocolate bar that had coconut in it. And I'm like, I like that one. And I was like, Calvin, we'll give you half of this, okay? Why don't we give you, this is really cute. I was like, I'll give you half of one. Is that cool? And we'll split it. And he said, okay. So I purposely split it to where one side was a little bigger. And I said, which one do you want? And he picked the big one. So cute, dude. He picked the big one. He goes, um, you look at the ball. Adam Bowley goes, this one. Picked the big one. Thought he put one over on me, dude. It was so cute. I was proud, dude. He took the big piece and they put it in his mouth and we realized he doesn't like coconut. So it's all good. It's all good. He spit it out. I picked it up, put it in my mouth. I ate it. I'm a changed man. Would I ever take out regurgitated food from someone's mouth and eat it? No. But now my son made me a bird. I'll eat his food straight from his mouth. I don't give a fuck, dude. I'm gangster when it comes to that shit, dude. I'm fucking gangster when my son wants to give me food that was ABC. Already been chewed. I'm gangster, dude. Um, I'm cool with the ABC food. Um, So, uh, yeah. 
That's what I remember Sumatra would say that in New Jersey. You want some ABC gum? I said, what? You want some ABC gum? It's good. I said, sure. She said, I already been chewed. Here you go. I go, Sumatra. <laughs> Sumatra. Sumatra sounds like a coffee, coffee blend. Is it? Great. She's coffee. Yeah, it's racist. She was black. So um, all good. But that was her name, and she was brown, skinned. Beautiful, you know, I suppose I don't remember. I remember one time Sumatra goes like this, dude. Dude, one time Sumatra, she, I'm fucking, I love you guys. Thank you for letting me tell about my my life. And I was in school, and the fucking teacher, Mrs. Esposito, was like, "Does anybody know the answer?" And I go, I say the answer under my breath. Sumatra was right here behind me, just like this. And she goes, raises her hand and says it. And then, and then I said, I said that. And she said, "Y'all, should, you should have raised your hand. Don't sleep." And she took it and never forgot that, dude. Sumatra. What's her last name? I would love to fucking see her now, dude. There's a bunch of people. You ever think about your fucking old classmates, dude? Ronnie and fucking uh, Rosemary, Sumatra, Mark, um, Jenny. Just people that I don't, you know, Matt. I keep in touch with Matt, Matt Trevenin. I keep in touch with a lot of people from like elementary school. Uh, not a lot. No, but some, right? I haven't talked to Mike Lavecchio in forever. Um... Fuck, they're like 42 now? That's crazy. They'll probably be getting colonoscopy soon, too. But um, let's see. Danny Vick, where's he now? Omar Pitts? The fuck is he? I talk to Omar Holt sometimes. Um, Yeah, just giving you a brief on that, man. Michael Byrne, talked to him for a bit on Facebook until I got off Facebook. Shit, I should probably talk to Michael Byrne. L- l- you know, these guys. Um, Yeah. Corey Bober, dude, how's he? You ever think about that, man? You ever think about how Corey Bober might be? Who were the people in your uh, childhood? Who else, man? Justin McKinnon, dude. Loved Freddy Krueger with Chris Siegel. They were best friends. They loved horror movies. I fucking was scared of Freddy Krueger. You know about that shit. Um, who else, dude? Fuck, Quadir. Woo! Quadir, dude. Rashid. Fuck, man. No Asians. Just zero Asians in New Jersey, you know? I moved to La Cunada. That changed. That changed, dude. For real, went to school with six Daniel Kims. No joke. Look at my yearbook, dude. Daniel Kim, 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 Kim, Kim. That's one page, dude. Daniel Kim, Daniel Kim, Daniel Kim, 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 Paul Kim. That was another one, too. Then it was, um, yeah, I don't know. What the fuck, you know? Uh, I literally saw a Daniel Kim trick-or-treating with my son. He's like, it's been a long time. I was like, oh, hey, what's up? And my mom said, oh, who's that? And I said, I think his name was Daniel Kim, but mostly that's just a safe bet. Racist! But not, though, if you look at the numbers. Um, Yeah, dude. But we have a good time, man. So Halloween was a fucking went off like gangbusters. And uh, and it was great, dude. Uh, we had a good time. I love being a dad. Can't wait till next year. I wonder why my son will want to be next year. I didn't want to be a vampire, but my son wanted me to, vamp- be, to be a vampire. And my son wanted my, uh, my, my wife to be um, a, uh, a witch. And my and my brother showed up as, I said, as an American cowboy. He said, no, as the American cowboy. And he did that for Calvin. And that's very sweet. And I love it. You know, I'm a family man, dude. What can I say? I'm a fucking family man. I went to the fucking grocery store today because my wife said, can you pick up a few things? 
what's going on, me? Hey, me, what's going on? Even the precogs wouldn't have known about this. Even that one character in House of Dragons wouldn't be able to predict this. What's going on, me? You picking shit up? You picking up tahini dressing and Greek yogurt? You picking up two tomatoes? You picking up two avocados? You picking up four corn on the cobs even though she asked for two corn on the cobs because there was a pack sold with four corn on the cobs and couldn't find the single corn on the cobs? You picked up some miso dressing even though she just asked for miso? What's miso? If not dressing. Apparently it's different. She's going to make chicken bowls. Whatever, put the miso dressing on it. I'm sure it's fun. Don't make me feel insecure when I get home. She didn't. It's more my thing. She didn't. It's more my thing. What's going on, me? <laughs> you picking up tahini dressing? <laughs> Dude. Hey, me, nice to meet you. This is me from a while ago. Hi, me from the future. What are you doing with tahini dressing? Well, I'm just picking it up for my wife. Get the fuck out of here. Brrr, in a dope car. Me hopping in the fucking four-door. Okay, you'll see me. Yeah, man, so I picked it all up. Got. I said, man, I'll do this for you, but I got to tell you, I'm going to fuck it up. And she said, nah, you're not. And I go, the faith, the faith, the faith of who I could possibly be, the faith of who I believe to resides inside of the center of me. I believe it too. The faith I have in me getting to that guy today, not so good. Maybe you have that faith. Could I possibly be my grown self today? Could I possibly pick up the miso today? I got there. I asked the guy where the fucking... What? What's queso fresco? What is it, dude? I said, what is it? Is that what it was, babe? Queso fresco? Fresco what? Queso fresco. It's male. It's got a dick. Dude, so I fucking, uh, I, I said, what's queso fresco? Because I can't find it, baby. Yes. I looked at the cheese. I looked at the fucking, I don't even know, the dairy, you know? So I finally asked the guy, where's the queso fresco? And well, I asked her, she said, it's in, <laughs> this is the most white shit. I don't even know if it's true. It's in the Mexican freezer of the fucking, of the, of the grocery store. And I'm like, they divide it based off of like, what? Isn't there just freezer? She goes, ask an attendant or whatever the fuck they call a, a grocer. And, uh. And ask, ask them where the queso fresco is. Now, look, I don't know what it is. So I asked, and it, I look for a little bit. I'm starting, I get pissed. I look, I ask the, I go as far as I go. Do you understand? I, I go as far as, you know how people, you know how far I go? One mile, right? You know how people go the extra mile? I don't do that. I go 
one mile. When people say, hey, how many miles do you go to get the job done? I'm already right there like this. I go one mile. Those fucking assholes. I will walk 500 miles and I will walk 500 more. Dude, me? I will walk one mile and I won't walk another mile. I'll walk only one mile and not one step more than Linda Linden. Um, so yeah, so I, you know, the, the, here's what the extra mile is on that expedition. I, I look for the queso fresco, Christ fresco, whatever the fuck it's called. I ask the grocer. The grocer points to where it is. He walks me over. Grocer's always so fucking nice, right? Gro- all grocers I've ever been to and talked with, they will like literally walk. Here. Hey, come here. Uh, let me show you. Dude, I had a grocer once walk out of ShopRite and walk into another grocery store. Come here. It's over here. We don't have it. But here, come here. Hop in. Here. Kick. Put the seatbelt on. Here, get out. They have it. Here you go. There it is. Greek yogurt. We don't have it. There you go. I'll walk back. Take the car home. Grocers are nice as shit, dude. So I'm like, all I got to do, I know, is ask where queso fresco, what is it? What is it called? Queso queso fresco is. (laughs) I'm like foghorn leghorn over here. Uh, Okay, uh, okay, uh, fresco, uh, queso fresco. And uh, so I said, where's the queso fresco? And he goes like this. Ah. And I'm like. See, here's the thing, too. When you ask a grocery store person, what do you call them, grocers? What, what, what do you, where's the thing? First of all, I never know who's the actual real person to ask for this shit because you got two people. You got the people who ring you up and the people who work in the back. And sometimes those people who work in the back come up and box stuff. And I'm like, I guess I'll ask them if they box, if they unbox the shit. But I don't know, is that a real person? But here's the fucking twist. This is like the M. Night Shyamalan movie of it all. The people who work the checkout, they're also the people who work in the back. So everybody who's a grocer has the same fucking job. Didn't know that till recently. I mean, yeah, work in the line might be your specialty, but it's all the same. Because they wear different shit sometimes, right? They have the apron on if they're dealing with meats or fish or yams or whatever the fuck. Or queso fresco. So I'm like, we're the queso fresco? And I ask him near the dairy shit. So I'm like, he'll probably just be like right here. If not, he'll walk me over to the thing. So he goes like this. Uh, so I'm like, this guy doesn't even know he's standing next to the dairy shits. So he goes like, it, it should be here. Um, here, here, come here. And he walks over and I'm walking with him and he goes like this. Here's where all the cheese is. And I go, not what I asked. In my head, I'm like, not what I asked. So I say, that's where that mile stops. I say, okay. I don't go the extra mile because I asked the grocer where the shit was. He walked and he pointed and he said over here. And I go, okay, I don't do the extra mile, which is, can you show me where specifically? Because that's too much. The transaction is over. You pointed where it is. <laughs> so now it's up to me and I'm looking. I see every cheese except for queso fresco. And I do it for like 12 minutes and I'm looking and I'm so pissed. And a fan comes by and gives me a very nice compliment. And I they say, oh, thank you very much. And she walks away and I feel good. But I'm also 
I'm like, I hope I wasn't a dick. I'm really just looking for this kid. So Fresco, I don't want her to think I wasn't a dick. I hope she comes back and I can be like, thank you again. So she knows I'm a nice person. And I don't find it, but I do find fucking cheese that is uh, a blend. It's like a, a tri-blend of Mexican cheese. I'm like, I, that sounds, okay, so Fresco, she said the Mexican thing. And then the, and then Fresco's Mexican. And so I'm getting the Mexican tri-cheese shit. And I'm getting it. And I'm getting a whole bag of it. I get like, it's like four pounds. I almost got to throw it over my shoulder. And I get here and she's like, and I was like, I didn't get the queso Fresco. I want you to understand that this is what I got. And it's Mexican. It's fine. It's going to be fine. Because I looked up what you put queso Fresco on. And it's like, I saw that shit. And when I and and I don't like that like like white powdery cheese, so I think I actually did a good job. <laughs> Not getting the queso fresco, I got the real shit that we should have got. So it's fine. I did some ingenuity shit. That's not the extra mile. I did not go the extra mile, but I did some enrichment on it, right? So she's like, "That's totally fine," but this bag is so big, and I'm like. What you're not going to do is talk about the good shit I did like it's a bad thing. Too much cheese is also the right amount of cheese. But she's my angel, right? And this is a comedy podcast. She didn't complain. But I am now. So I go, you're welcome. But you got too much cheese. You're welcome, right? So she's making dinner now, and I can't wait to fucking eat that chicken bowl, dude. Can't wait to eat that chicken bowl, dude. She made beef stew the other night, man, and she just kind of got on this cooking kick, and I ate that beef stew. Dude. It was so good, and I'm, like, not even a beef stew guy. You understand? Yeah, it had rice in it, and rice is my shit, dude. But we put that fucking beef stew on that rice and just made it and fucking all day. Oh, my God, dude. I'm just like, maybe I'm a beef stew guy now, but I'm not. But it was so good. And I say, ugh, nothing like a home-cooked home meal. And she's like, yeah, you, I would cook more. Uh, I just, I forget how much I like it. It's just the setup and the deconstructing part that I don't like. And I was like, yeah, and that's why the dishes were in the dish the sink for a full day and I didn't do my duties because I didn't want to do it because sometimes the pots are too big and I can only fit like one in the dishwasher. And so I got to do like, I got to do it multiple times and it's really fucking annoying and it's all good. I did my part. I did the dishes before I did the podcast and it's fine. But let me tell you something right now, dude. Thank you. Because I was having like a weird day and I just mean on my insides. I don't even mean outwardly. I don't mean with people. I wasn't getting into any arguments. I was just in my head mentally and I was feeling a bit of anxiety. And I go, I literally thought, I can't wait till I do my podcast because I know that that's going to fix it and get me distracted. And sure enough, baby, sure enough, it did. And I thank you guys for that because you're here for me and you're just as important as, as important as I am for this podcast, even though I'm just saying that because mostly I'm more important because I'm the one actually doing the podcast. It's loud by design. I made it louder. It might be leveled out when we don't do one, but it was loud in my earphones. And, um, but yeah, dude. We love it. Come see me in Boston, November 12th. Um, I, uh, I like watching horror movies, you know? I like thrillers the most. Those are my favorite type of movies. And, you know, I go on Apple. Sometimes I see the movies I could rent. 
sometimes I go on Amazon Prime and I see the bullshit bad movies I can watch that like Eric Roberts were in in 1990. And if he's got a machine gun, I mean, dude, if I see a movie and the cover is Eric Roberts and he's holding some sort of gun, dude, try to get me not to click on that and sit down for two hours. Just try. The bigger the gun, the quicker the click. Um, so I'm surfing around. I'm with my friend, David Sullivan. He's the one who has the Andrew Jackson hair. By the way, it gets recognized from the vlogs we do on tour report. And uh, if you go to my Chris Leah channel and subscribe, like, and subscribe, by the way, like, and subscribe here, guys, uh, we're still stuck at five ninety six, and, uh, we're trying to, you know, there's a conspiracy going on and keeping us, keeping us thwarted. But so I'm sur- searching around on the Apple shit and I see this movie. And it's called, now, if you've seen this movie, you know where this is going, but you probably have not seen this movie, okay? It's called Speak No Evil. I look at the cover, it's just like a a sunset and there's like shadowy figures in the distance. And I'm like, huh, what's this about? So I Google it. Let me Google it because I want to, wait, no, what, not see no evil, speak no evils, right? Yeah, speak no evil. Um, a da- and I read, a Danish family, now I'm, I'm already hooked because those Danes, dude, the Danish, fa- the Danish people, just already I'm in because it's, if it, this is a thriller, I love it because Danish people, you don't really think about them being, okay, so okay, but maybe they're extra weird with the, okay, a Danish family visits a Dutch family, and then I go, oh, okay. In this case, two weirds connect. <laughs> Key. Lock it. Throw it away. To get out of the room, I got to call that guy who's talking about white dudes in jail, taking it up the anus. So I am locked in this room with the idea of a Danish family going to visit a Dutch family. And I think that this is a thriller. So I go, David, found it. And he goes, what, man? He was probably sleeping because he's always fucking tired or eating. And I read the rest of the synopsis. I say, read this. A Danish family visits a Dutch family. They met on a holiday. What was supposed to be. Now, that's where I'm cemented. If I see the word, what was supposed to be in a title. I know shit goes wrong in a movie. I know I thought one thing, and not only did I think one thing, but the people in the movie thought one thing, and I know something crazy is about to happen, but the people in the movie don't, and I'm a step ahead of the people in the movie. I know some secrets, right? So it says, what was supposed to be an idyllic weekend slowly starts unraveling as the Danes start, uh, as the Danes try to stay, and I got to click on the thing, goddammit, um, as the Danes try to stay polite in the face of unpleasantness, dude. And I'm just like, but a thriller? I go like this. So this movie is about people, Danish people. This is the tagline. This is the synopsis they chose. The Danes try to stay polite in the face of unpleasantness. They didn't say during this harrowing adventure. They didn't say from 
the Dutch's terrifying them. They said they try to stay polite in the face of unpleasantness. Now, what is unpleasantness? Now, I'm thinking, what are the things that are unpleasant? Bad breath. Uh, you know, um, nausea. A window's open and it's too cold and you don't want to get up to close it, right? And I'm like, that doesn't sound so great to watch a movie about. But this is in the thriller category? So I'm hooked, dude. Now you got a Dane, a Dutch, and two Americans sitting pretty, dude, from Jump. So I turn it on. And when I tell you, now, I'm watching the movie. This is what the movie's about. And I'm not going to ruin this movie for you. because. I guess this is in a way me reviewing this movie. And I think this is an important thing to talk about on the podcast. I know it's not just another movie review, but I'm watching the movie and it starts with this tone of terror. Right. And what I mean by that is it's just showing a guy at a pool with his wife and another guy shows up at the resort and says, Hey, it points to the chair with the guy's stuff on it and says, can I uh, use this chair? You're using it. And the guy goes like this. Uh, uh, yeah, you know what? Uh, yeah, okay. And takes his stuff off, gives the guy the chair. Now, he obviously didn't want to do it, but he was being polite. And and that's just something that we all deal with. So I go like this. Oh, I'm in this movie in a way. But the music and the score is music and score that would be in a horror movie. So I'm like, but a thriller, though? Guys, is asking him for his chair. Dude, when I, and if you're a fan of mine, you know if I see some shit like this, I'm all in, dude. Right? The movie continues for an hour and a half. And it's just this kind of shit that happens for an hour and 20 minutes. Like the girl says she's a vegetarian and they invite them to hang out with them later on in the year and they stay at this cabin with them on a holiday and they're like, the first thing they do is like, you got to try this boar. And she's like, no, that's okay. And he's like, no, nah, try it, try it. And he basically like, you know, it's a suggestion, but he's like kind of forcing it. She's like, okay. And she eats it. And and this happened for an hour and a half, these weird things that are happening with the fucking music that would be in like, you know, Sicario, not a horror movie, but like, uh, you know. Like that shit. And I look over to David like 40 minutes in and I'm like, and I say to him, and I'm on the edge of my seat. I say to him, I was like, why is this so, how is this terrifying? Nothing is happening. And I'm like scared. And he goes like this. Boy, I don't know, man. It's just really unnerving, you know? And I was like, it is unnerving. He says, really unnerving, man. And we keep saying it for the next, it's unnerving, man. Really unnerving. I was like, it is unnerving, isn't it? And I sit, and it's an hour into the movie, and I go like this. This movie, I hope it holds up through the end. Because this movie, is if this keeps going, it's a masterpiece. And I'm not, I, dude, I don't say movies 
or songs or shit are masterpieces. I am so hooked in on this movie and it's so good and I relate to it so much, but also it's terrifying and they're just chilling. I don't get it. Now, I'm not ruining this movie, but an hour and 30 minutes into the movie, something happens in the movie that's a scene and it is the most, and I say this not lightly, it is the most horrific thing I have ever seen in cinema. It is so, I, I dare to say, traumatizing. It's so bad. For me, I'm 42. People get trauma when they're like four. I think it traumatized me on 42. And I go like this. Yo, David. Hey, David, tell me what happens. I'm out for about a minute and a half. And he's watching it. He stands up, puts his hand on his head. He goes, oh, no, man. Oh, no. And I say, what's happening? And he says, exactly what you think's happening, man. And I say, I actually don't think it's happening because no movie would ever have this happening. And he says, well, it's happening, man. And he sits down and I look at his face before I see the movie. And I look and his face is even whiter than it fucking is normally. And he's from fucking Texas. And I say, are you kidding me? I have trauma now. We rode out to the end of the movie and I did not watch the part that I turned my head in. And at the end, also something at the end end, something really weird happens too, that I had to turn my head for a little bit. But my point is this, I get mad. I get mad at this movie because I'm like, man, I was watching this whole thing and I was into it and I don't want to have to see this horrific thing. I'm a dad now. I can't watch this shit. And I'm mad. And then I realize I'm mad because what the fuck, man? These people who are going through all this weird shit, they should have just fucking said something. They should have left the fucking house. But I wasn't, you know, being like a black person in the movie theater like, no, don't go in there. I was keeping it inside. And if they just said something, I wouldn't fucking have to see that bullshit. And I'm just so invested, man. And maybe black people have it right, dude, because they're saying this shit. And these people got into this predicament because they weren't saying shit. They just let shit happen and keep happening. And that's why this movie is this fucking most terrifying movie I've ever seen. Because these people didn't, didn't do what they know they should have done, dude. And for that reason, this movie is still one of the best movies I've ever seen in my entire life. I will say that one scene is so horrific that I wish I didn't see the movie. That's how, that's how horrific that scene is. And this is how good the movie is. And fuck, man, Kristen Tafdrup, the director of this movie, you are one fucked up dude. And you know it. And you know it, because you made two other movies that are fucking extremely fucked up lines. And I watched another one, too, because of my OCD. I had to watch the next one the next day. And it's called A Horrible Woman. And obviously, you have some demon issues, but I had to watch it because, you know, and I fucking love that movie. And you got another one, Parents. It's called Parents. And these parents go, and they fucking... Whatever, you fucking look it up. But that's the scariest thing in life, is not saying and doing the shit that you wish you would have done. And that coupled with this hor- horror, 
made it. I mean, this guy, the way it unfolds, holy shit. So I am telling you two things. It is without a doubt, and I've sat with this movie for days already, so I know it's true. Because usually I don't decide if I like a movie or not right away. I have to let it sit with me. This is one of, without a doubt, one of the greatest movies I've ever seen in my life. And I am also telling you, don't watch it. And now you're all going to fucking watch it because, you know, but don't. And I'm not, I don't say this to be cute. Uh, you know, I, I've decided not, I was like, maybe I won't even mention it, but it's just too good. Um. Anyway, dude, this guy, Kristen Taftrup, the movies he makes, unreal. Hmm. I can't watch certain things now that I have a fucking kid, you know? It's tough. Saw the movie Horrible Woman that he also did, and it's about some woman who like manipulates a dude and keeps manipulating him, and it's crazy wild, man. It's good, dude. This guy's a great filmmaker. For those two movies, I'm going to watch his other one next. It's called Parents. That was the first one he did. Um, man. <whistles> yeah, it was a ride, bro. Uh, let's look at this Jeremy Fragrance thing, because... This guy is just, uh... I'm the number one, I'm the champion, I'm the best! Wow. Nobody has done what I have done in my field. I'm Jeremy Fragrance, the number one fragrance icon. I did 1,000 push-ups in one hour on the 5th Avenue. I'm the number one, no. I'm the champion. Unreal, dude, on the 5th Avenue. Wow, this guy is... He's good. I'm the number one, I'm the champion, I'm the best! Nobody has done what I have done in my field. I'm Jeremy Fragrance, the number one fragrance icon. I did 1,000 push-ups in one hour on the 5th Avenue. I'm the number one. I'm the champion. Dude, 1,000 push-ups in one hour? Is that what he said? That's so, that's so many. Right? Oh, yeah. Guy's pretty ripped, but uh, he's still got like a kid face, you know? Dude... I don't like when guys with kid faces get older, like the actors that were like popping when they were 22 and shit, and then they get older and you're like, oh, that's what you look like now? That's fucking weird, right? Um, But this guy did, I mean, in my field, which is his field is, is sni sniffing? His field is sniffing good, uh, a good uh, perfume? I did a lot of, I did, I, I, I did a 1,000 push-up. I mean, the guy does coke, right? For sure, dude. Let's watch this again. I'm the number one. I'm the champion. I'm the best. Nobody has done what I have done in my field. I'm Jeremy Fragrance, the number one fragrance icon. I did 1,000 push-ups in one hour on the 5th Avenue. I'm the number one. I'm the champion. Wow, dude. I'm the I'm the number one. I'm the champion. I'm the uh, 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 I did push-ups on the Fifth Avenue. Dude, hey, man, drop the. That's so foreign. That's what makes you the most foreign. Oh, uh, boy. The guy's just... How about how uh, Takeoff was murdered, man? So sad. Rest in peace to take off. Dude, those rappers were like, 
you know, it's it's so weird that these fucking what's weird is rappers keep dying and comedians keep dying. And comedians, maybe for their unhealthy living makes sense, like if they're eating too much or drinking too much, you know, but like rappers keep dying because they get shot, which I guess, you know, they live the game too hard. But this guy didn't even do that. The thing about Takeoff, which is he's from uh, um, Migos, uh, it's like he doesn't, uh, they were just like a party rap, you know, they would rap about some of the same shit that these other guys would rap about, but like they were just like, party guys and i feel like they were good guys i don't know maybe the one of them isn't a good guy but not this one this one was like takeoff was like just some dude that was like and he got shot at a dice game and he wasn't even doing the dice game dude imagine you're at a dice game not even doing the dice game and that's the last fucking experience you have 28 years old and his brother is in the group his brother's name is quavo he's quavo from the group and i just fucking my heart goes out to him man these rappers like fucking uh what well, the other guys died just sitting idle too right um the uh, the um the other one that everyone a lot of people pretended to like after he died not that they pretended to like but they were like bout it that they were bout it Nipsey Hussle really good but like everyone celebrated him hardcore after he died and it's like we get it you knew him first you know what i mean guy was a good rapper but he was just kind of chilling too not to say you know i think a lot of these guys because i think he was like a reformed gangster i think was the thing with him you think so yeah and i'm not sure but uh just like fuck man don't be uh rappers and comedians and firemen man those guys rappers comedians firemen and just kind of general people the general populace in colombia they don't have high expectation uh uh life expectancy let's do some deserved scales and some uh tinders tinder uh things what could go wrong playing football with cars oh no i mean what i mean so eventful just immediate one crap. What an idiot. I mean, just the people in the car just get out of the car. I mean, what, I mean, who would have thought cars driving towards each other very quickly in a straight line? That's an accident that's going to happen. Well, it's not even an accident. It's what you're meant to do. Look at these. Look, they're driving... Did they even slow down at all? Oh, fuck. I mean, you can die from that. What's the goal? What is this uh, football with cars? Is that like a thing? Football with cars. I'm going to Google it. Because this is crazy. Deserve it scale. I mean, that's not even funny. That's sad. Deserve it scale. I'm gonna, uh, okay, that's deserve it scale. But I'm going to look up football with cars, though. Rocket Soccer Derby. Oh, that's a video game, right? Got it. Car football. Here's another one. Volkswagen. The thing that's different about no. a verbal... No, why am I not signed in? I'm pissed. Here we go. This is the gauntlet thrower in question. It's called... This will get us demonetized. Here we go. We're off. It's a game of football. 
goal. The Brazilian skill was immediately obvious. What? But the Igos hadn't lost their touch. Fantastic dribbling by man number one. So dangerous. On for the, goal. the Brazilians, though, were bigger and tackled hard. You foul! What? But eventually the Igo agility shone through. This is the old firm in action. We're all over it. Like a cheap suit. Jesus. Don't be doing that. I'm going to put this under the deserve scale thing so you know the link. Um, Jesus. That's fucked up. Okay, here's another what could go wrong. What could go wrong hanging onto a bridge? Wow. Look at the chick. The, the back of this chick is the chick that would do this. Hell yeah, dude. She's not going to be able to hold on to that. You fall down. Why is she doing it? <laughs> dude, fuck yeah. If I was walking above the bridge, i go like this. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Wow, so good. Idiot. Idiots deserve it. Scale eight. The first thing is, luckily, she didn't injured her legs. Injured. Um, it's foreign. Dude. Um, if if a fucking if do if if my friend did that, oh dude, no, I would not stop, and I would be laughing the whole way the rest of the time. That is so lovely that that happened. I would love it. Um, I can't believe these people. I guess I would. I don't. I would have never done anything like this. When you leave your bike on the road to join a fight, oh no, dude. So there's a fight. Guy gets off the bike. Oh, did a jump kick. What a misdirection, dude. <laughs> the kid jumped off the bike and fucking started pouncing on the other guy. And then the car ran over the bike, dude. Deserve it is good. That's a high one. That's 10. There we go. Let's get in. Of course, they have soccer jerseys on because it's a foreign place. Oh, wow. He's helping his friend. I like that. Wow, dude. That's great. Had no idea that was, that was coming. I wonder if that was a, a real fight or not. I wish, I hope it was. Well, I don't want people fighting, but makes it funnier if it was. Guy thought he was being a hero, lost his bike. What could go wrong shooting at an aerosol can? Oh, get out of here, dude. It was at this moment that he knew he fucked up. Oh, dude, there's so many people in that room. Did that just, did that just, is that, is that how they make people? Hey. It was at this moment look, that look, he look. knew he fucked up. Look. look, people. That's how you make people. Two people were made. Wow, that's unbelievable, dude. Ah, two people were made. They came from aerosol. Where you come from? Where you come from, Sacramento? Where you come from, aerosol? Aerosol and a bullet. So live a bully. I told that story in here before, right? When I was in New York and I would go to this place called Silver Bullet and the guy would always fucking pick up and go, so live a bully. Yeah, he's not an enemy. Ivan is not an enemy. He knows. So live a bully. I didn't understand how they got that extra syllable in there. Here we go. While showing. What could go wrong while showing off? Here we go. Oh, th these are the best. The showing off ones are the best. Oh, in car. Look at these idiots. <sighs> Poor other guy, dude. Just fucking. What a moron. Who's videoing, you know? Oh, fucking. Idiots, dude.
Like, don't be. Uh, I don't. I don't understand this shit, man. I was never. That I never. I never want to drive fast in cars. I know, and I have fast car. I have a fast car. I'm a fast car, and I don't care. I've gone over a hundred one time, dude. Once, and it was barely over a hundred. I don't care. Yes, I know I live in LA, and I don't take the. I don't go fast like that. But like, why, dude? I just don't do it, man. I like a nice engine. I like the way a car looks, but like, I'm not trying to get fucking real fast, the potholes alone, but I just, I don't do it. I don't understand. People go so fucking fast, man. It's not fun. Especially you ever been in a car, someone else is driving fast. Dude, I can't do that. I want to shit myself. I'm, I have the lack of control. Now I'm not even the best driver. Don't tell my wife because there's no am. But like, she always says, I'm not a good driver. And I always disagree with her, but I'm not the best driver. But like, dude, I do the fucking if I'm not in control of it, I'm, I, I, dude, I'm too scared. One time I had a buddy, um, that was, uh, we ate food and then he wanted to go to Jack in the box and he was just a menace. Right. And he was like, let's go to Jack in the box. Got Jack in the box, bought Jack in the box, started eating Jack in the box as he was driving me home. And he says, He's on the freeway and he was so crazy. He was just like, I'm not going to take the wheel. You better take the wheel. I'm going to take the wheel no matter what. And I was like, come on, man. He's like, you take the wheel. I'll just let it swerve. It'll hit the wall for all. I don't care. And I was like, fuck, man, come on, dude. And I didn't grab the wheel. And he grabbed it at the last second and we swerved and we're in the freeway. And then I was like, man, that guy's crazy. I was like, I think that might have to be the last time I hang out with that guy because he was so like doing shit like that. And fucking, and in like a year, he ended up committing, you know, I don't want to say it because it's sad and I want to trigger people, but he ended up like, you know, ending his life. And that sucks, dude. Uh, well, that, that was sad. I didn't mean to be so sad, but like, yeah, I don't like going fast in cars. Maybe it's from that. But even before that, I didn't like it. But now, definitely don't. Bray Improv, I'll be there uh, New Year's Eve. Boston, I'll be there uh, very soon. Um, November 12th, Boston, Massachusetts, we added a show. Uh, Lakeland, Florida, Jacksonville, Florida, uh, San Diego, California, Seattle, San Antonio, Portland. These are the ones that are coming up. So go to chrisalia.com, get your tickets. Okay, that's the end of the episode for YouTube. If you want to catch the raw, uncut, unedited version, go on over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash chrisalia. And we have about 18 episodes also that are on our Patreon that are not available to the public. So you can go and get those right now for only $6. Just go to Chris, don't go to patreon.com slash chrisalia. And uh, we also do segments called Review Mode, and uh, we have a bunch of stuff uh, over there. So go check it out. Did a podcast with Kristen. Uh, Thank you very much.